0: Oh yeah, welcome to the First String Fantasy Football Podcast with your host, Coach Mags. And we have D. Willie and M.G. here. Say what's up, boys.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome, welcome.
2: What up, everybody? How's it going?
0: There he is. I know M.G., Big Mike, we're also going to call him. Um, he sounds a little bit different today because he's actually not here with us. He's out of town, but he loves fantasy football, so he's still uh, you know, doing what he can to be here on the podcast using his phone. We love it. How you doing over there?
2: Not bad. Not Pretty bad. Wish I was with you guys, but it is what it is.
0: It is what it is. Like we say the here, the show must go on. <laughs> the show must must go go on. on. I love it. Alright, we're gonna start it off with D. Willie talking about some recaps from this weekend. And then today the Monday night football game. So go ahead.
1: Alright, uh, we're gonna start it off with the uh Minnesota Vikings versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh game ended 34-31 uh Ravens. And in an OT. So uh, we're going to talk about some players that may have uh, helped your fantasy lineups win or some players that may have hurt you and lost you some weeks.
0: Um, So disappointments. Did we have any disappointments this week in that game? Let's take a look. Well, we'll actually, let's look at the first stringers instead, because I know yeah. that we definitely had a first stringer. Oh, yeah, was for sure. Kirk Cousins are at the quarterback position. He got 21 points helping out your fantasy team there. Um, looking at the running back position, doesn't seem like there's anyone. Uh but at the wide receiver position, some good first stringers we had there. Uh we're actually there's only one, Justin Jefferson with seventeen points. So he's yeah. a beast. That's your yeah. favorite player.
1: Yeah, I mean you can never go wrong with Justin Jefferson. He is a must start every week. Um let's see. As for disappointments. Well, I mean, are we just gonna ignore who? the quarterback of the ravens lamar jackson this week oh my goodness think he might have finished as qb2 of the week
0: you're right uh lamar jackson with 30
1: points that was ridiculous he's yeah. looking great i mean 120 rushing yards for lamar in this game that's crazy ran wild that's ridiculous if you're a lamar owner you're
0: very happy i think he's like a top five
1: fantasy quarterback I mean, right now. yeah, his floor is pretty high up there just strictly off his rushing
2: he had 21 rushes that's yeah. crazy
1: that is
0: ridiculous. I've seen something that said <laughs> yeah. that he like broke a bunch of records too, and a lot of people just aren't talking about it. Like I even forgot what record it was because I just saw on uh,
1: on Twitter. I think we're just so used to seeing him put up these numbers and performances that it's we we almost take it for granted. I yeah, honestly, it's pretty weird.
2: He beat Michael Vick, I think, for uh, most 100 yard rushing games. I believe
1: Jesus, and he's in his fourth season. <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy.
2: And I also saw that um, Adam Thielen had a very disappointing game with only two catches for six yards. He did get a touchdown, so he saved you a little bit. But besides that, man, that's not
1: a great game. Not excited to see a wide receiver you start with two catches. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Only uh, eight points for Adam Thielen. That is definitely not what you're expecting from him. But fortunately, at the wide receiver position, you're okay with those ups and downs, especially from him. But you still don't like to see that on your team.
1: Especially in a game where your team scores thirty-one points, that is way worse. Yeah, you expect uh, your uh, your receiver to put up a little bit more than eight. Yeah, that's pretty
2: bad.
0: But you know, roll through the punches if you're a Thielen owner, um, he'll be all right.
2: Yeah. Are we talk about Marquise
1: Brown. Oh yeah, you're right. Good call. Good call.
0: Yeah, I need to organize this way better, fellas. That's my bet. Again, yeah. rolling through the punches, show must go on. Uh, yeah, so Hollywood Brown, I need to check. Yeah,
1: he finished with uh, nine catches for 116 yards. So would that get you, uh, 20 fantasy points right yeah, there? Yeah,
0: 20 fantasy points. In a full
1: PPR? Yeah. You take that every day of the week.
2: Not bad at all. And uh, Mark Andrews did all right. He had a solid game, 5 for 44. Nothing yeah. too great, but nothing Enemy, too great or bad. Cook,
1: Talvin Cook gets you fifteen. You'll you'll take that from your starting running back. Yeah, you'll take that. You'd like some more out of him, but fifteen you can't be mad at.
2: No, Ravens are a tough D. That's a good game.
1: Alright, so I think that might be all of our studs and disappointments from that week. Uh we're gonna go into the next game, uh, Patriots versus Panthers. Patriots took that game twenty four to six. Um, I think we're definitely going to see some disappointments on the Carolina side uh, when they only put up six points.
0: Oh, yeah. You want to talk disappointments? I don't know who's starting this man at this point. Yeah, if you are, but you must be Sam real desperate. Darnold. If you put <laughs> Sam Darnold in after what he did last week, he probably let you
1: down even more. Yeah, you thought last week might be his lowest of the week, and then he comes out and does this. One point in fantasy football <laughs> for Sam Darnold. Sheesh.
0: That is terrible.
1: Yeah, he... Uh, Completed less than fifty percent of his passes and three interceptions. That is Ugh. unacceptable. And I believe he, yeah, he did throw a pick six in this game. That's pretty bad.
2: Yeah, and so, there was a video of Robbie Anderson chewing him out on the sideline. They're falling apart as a yeah.
1: team. Yeah, <laughs> it be be PJ Walker season pretty soon there. Um, and then on the New England side, don't really know if we had very many studs. Um. I mean, honestly, you can kind of start any running back in that room right now, and they're gonna put you up double digits. Like, it's pretty consistently those guys they use their running backs in that offense.
0: I think there are some injuries though.
2: Yep, Harris. Harris, they get injured Stevenson. in that game. Both got head injuries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so not looking good. Be careful with that.
1: Monitor that. So maybe Brandon Bolden might be someone to look for.
0: Is he okay, Mike? Do you know? I. Yeah, I think it?
2: he did. I think he's good. And he okay. played I think above fifty percent snaps too, I believe. I was looking at it. He had a pretty decent workload.
1: And he is a very good receiving back. Yeah, so we do
2: like Bolden here.
1: That's some good upside. I mean, yeah, not much to played, talk about in that game. <laughs> not much at no, no.
2: I mean it was good to see Christian McCaffrey back. Yeah. He had a solid game for being back. They uh kinda eased him in. They also only gave uh Chuba only three carries, but It's pretty good. As a McCaffrey owner, you like to see
1: that.
0: Yeah, and I put him in the first stringers of the week just for that, just because we're happy to have McCaffrey back. He had a question mark next to his name on my list, but for fourteen points for him coming
1: back off an injury, you're not too upset. And he's playing a good defense. Yeah.
2: You know. Yep, really good defense. They're coming on strong.
1: And you got you got Sam Darnold as your quarterback. The Panthers suck, and
0: Sam Darnold is your quarterback. So (laughs) can't complain too much there.
2: Bolden played about fifty percent of snaps. And Hunter Henry, we got to talk about him. He scored a touchdown again. I don't hey, know if
1: yeah. how many uh, how many straight weeks is that for him with a touchdown. I feel like I don't know if he on scored a one bit of last. No, I think
0: yeah, I think he I know. he had a like an off game last week, and I don't oh. think he scored. Let me listen. Let me see.
1: Oh yes, yeah, so he scored a touchdown in five of the last six weeks. So wow. yeah, last week was a disappointment, but five of the last six weeks with a touchdown, yeah. you do like that.
0: You'll take that from your tight end all day.
2: Uh, what were you going to say yep. about Myers? Uh, Myers also had a very disappointing game with only one catch rate yards.
1: Ooh, that is extremely disappointing. I'm not sure if anyone knows this, but was he, uh, was he getting Stefan Gilmore on him in this game?
2: Uh, no, probably not because he was in the slot. But
1: Gilmore did get uh, an interception though. Yeah. I believe JC Jackson had the other two. Really? Yeah. (laughs) One of them went for a pick six. So, I mean, actually, stud of the week, Patriots defense. Ooh, yeah. What did they get? Like 19 points? I think they got, like, 19 points. Yeah, first stringer right there, for we'll, sure. We'll give him a shout-out there. Okay. Um, anything else anyone wants to add, or are we good to move on? I think we're good to go. I
2: think we're good to move on. Just monitor the running back injuries on the Patriots and make sure that we pick up maybe J.J. Taylor possibly. I know it's gross, but he might be starting next week with uh, – with Bolden. And, and, they, they pretty gross.
1: and they have shown that they can support multiple running backs for fantasy.
0: And yep. if for some reason you do have Sam Darnold or you started him, get rid of him. Yeah, get just, him off your roster. You don't That's want something that. we can all agree on here. We're done with Darnold.
1: I'd rather not start a quarterback in fantasy.
0: What are
2: you doing with Robbie Anderson these days?
0: No. no, he's a full drop. I think we talked about him last week too. We, we're yeah. Yeah, not keeping he, him. He's a drop. He is.
2: He's done.
1: He's done. And the sad thing is, is as good as DJ Moore started, It it's hard to put him in your lineup right now.
0: Yeah. that Yeah. That's another. He was another person I think we had on disappointments that I forgot to mention. 7.6 points. I mean, full PPR. And he started off pretty well, I think, too, at the beginning of the year. I know he had like a, at least a 20-point game at one point. So it, it's hard because you do kind of remember that at the beginning of the year but it is probably right, probably right now you need to pivot and find someone else yeah, that you can I mean, put in. Yeah,
1: I mean, for the first four weeks, he was 15, 21, 20, and 31. Yeah. And lately, it's it's just not been good.
0: And that's that comes with fantasy football to where you know someone has done well before, but you kind of have to play it week by week, and if they're not performing consistently, um, what is that, almost like a month ago since he's done that, so it might yeah. be time to move on. And obviously, you're not going to drop him, but you want to maybe put someone else in. So just some advice there.
1: All right, so we're going to move on to the Browns and Bengals game. Browns end up winning this game 41-16, to which I did find a little shocking. I thought this was going to be a competitive game for sure. This is a weird game,
0: a very off game for Burrow, one of our disappointments for sure, a lot of people's disappointments. I had him in DFS. He really let me down.
1: I mean, he's my starting quarterback in Dynasty. (laughs) Yep,
0: that was sad. You didn't like seeing that either, I feel like.
1: No, yeah, he didn't He didn't have the best day. And unfortunately, the two touchdowns the Bengals did score went to the running backs. which
0: And not Jamar Chase, who only had 8.9, which still, again, isn't terrible, but it's not what you want from yeah. someone who's just did, been on fire. Did lose
1: a fumble, too, in this game. and had a couple, couple drops that you don't like to see. Yeah, and that Definitely. was an issue going
0: into the year. But again, yeah. he's a rookie. He'll bounce back. Joe Burrow will bounce back. You don't have to worry about them too much. Yeah, I
1: feel confident every week putting those two in your lineup. Yeah. Um, one of the big first stringers of the week, Nick Chubb.
0: Yes, 30 points,
1: right? Yeah, he ran wild on the Cincinnati defense. Disgusting. He averaged just under 10 yards a carry. Welcome back, Nick Chubb. Yeah, welcome back. That's awesome. Boy, did I miss him.
0: And what about the running back on the other side? Joe Mixon. Um, Wasn't a pretty game like we said, but he got it done, got 28
1: points. Yeah. Not bad at all two rushing touchdowns, and five catches for 46 yards. You love to see the receiving very from the solid. running backs. Very
0: solid for Joe Mixon. And it's he funny. He's Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I did not believe in him. I've been hurt by him before, like many fantasy owners have, but he's doing well this year, and you can put him in. So don't yep. be afraid yeah. to you know,
1: keep him in. Also, Cleveland's defense played very well in this game. Yes. Especially fantasy-wise. They, they finished with 18 points in <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> That's a lot of points. Something you love. I believe they had a 99-yard pick six in this yep, game. That's right. Yeah, 99 yards. They
0: tied the franchise uh, record for longest interception.
1: Um, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Anything else we want to add or are we good to move on?
2: Um, I
1: think we're good.
2: Uh, Jarvis Landry had a very disappointing game. Oh, yes,
1: yes, he did.
0: And that's your but, um, dynasty pickup of the year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, they were murdering him, um, so it wasn't their yeah. depth throw, but I don't expect that much of those kind of games going forward, but not a great game.
0: Also, I threw Tyler Boyd on here 2.1 points. Are you expecting that much? How many mm-hmm. people played him?
1: No, but I mean, he's definitely a player that's rostered in leagues, so I can right. see him being started, and two points is not what you'd want.
0: Didn't he have a good week last week, too, and we kind of talked about
1: that? Yeah, I think yeah. he did have a good week yeah, last solid. week. Yeah,
0: so 2.1. It's yeah. gross.
2: Okay, well, how about we get to the game of the week right here? <laughs> uh, Bronco, is it time? Yeah, the Broncos shellacked the Cowboys. <laughs> let's shellacked. Be real. They yeah. were up 30-0. to zero Yeah, that, six score is, ago.
1: that score is a lot closer than what it really was. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that that game was ugly for the Cowboys. I haven't seen them play that bad in a while. Disappointed to see Dak. He looks pretty rusty coming off the injury.
1: Yeah, I mean, he put up 18 points, but he shouldn't have scored 18 points in fantasy. No.
0: And with that being said, CeeDee Lamb only had 4.3, so that's pretty gross. And Amari only with 5.7. Again, full yeah. PPR, but that's just terrible.
1: Yeah, and the receiver that, you know, everybody started, right? Scored, a, how many points that guy end up with? Mr. Turner?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Miles Turner, Miles Turner, <laughs> Miles Turner. I think I had like twenty points. Yeah, that on five catches, like thirty, 30 yards. yards. Yeah,
1: thirty yards and two touchdowns. That that breaks your heart and fantasy to that see is a stupid. player like that score two touchdowns in a week, where everybody else in the Cowboys' offense you didn't want to start. Where C.D. Lamb Turner.
0: and Amari Cooper combined for maybe eleven points. Pretty
1: bad. Don't like seeing that. Yeah, he had more catches than Cooper and Lamb combined goodness yeah on the denver side of the ball there's a couple players that we can talk about for some studs and first stringers of the week
0: yeah we can talk about someone that i mentioned and michael said not to play them okay and we have the receipts if you go back to our last we can pull it up all right i said tim patrick fireball jones 18 points
1: very solid outing did you see who was mostly on him when he was getting those big catches was it your boy not my boy Trayvon Diggs (laughs) Trayvon
0: the reason why I say that is because before uh Dylan has mentioned how he is good but he's also not good because of how aggressive he is and it showed uh last week
1: yeah he's he's great at jumping routes and being aggressive but when a good wide receiver realizes that they're gonna they're gonna hit you with that extra move and That's what happens. He gives up those big yardage plays by being a little too aggressive there. And Tim Patrick took advantage of it, hit him with a little hesitation move on a streak, and Teddy Bridgewater threw a beautiful ball for a huge touchdown for him.
2: Yeah, the Broncos talked about that after the game. They were saying they used that against him, and they knew he was aggressive, and they went after him all day.
1: I love it. I love to see
2: it. And Jerry Judy was looking pretty healthy out there. He had six 69 on eight targets had a pretty solid day you'll take that
1: any day of the week Um, not a first stringer no but solid that's solid um melvin gordon um has continued to be very solid for fantasy he is uh he's getting the touchdowns um which is huge you like to see it so he's another solid start you could start there
0: 17 points for him in fantasy you love to see that and then you also have javante who hopefully can get more of a workload uh, Michael, you can kind of dive in more. On, yeah, well, on what you think about, about him. that? But yeah. still, I think he had like ten points or something, maybe 9. eleven. 11? Okay, yeah, eleven. Yeah, that's good, and that's good from all him rushing yards.
2: There we go. And if he scores, for hundred eleven.
1: Yeah,
0: and if he scores, he's looking really good.
1: Yep. Yeah, and if uh, you haven't yet, I would definitely watch a Broncos game just to watch him run the football because oh, yeah. if watching him get a five yard run doesn't pump you up, I don't know what <laughs> will because. On a five-yard run, there's three guys on his back at the line of scrimmage, and he still gets five.
0: Yeah, he had a nasty <laughs> play where that exact thing happened, and then he like ran for the first down and maybe broke another tackle. That dude is a freak.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, he's something where if anything ever happened to Melvin Gordon, he'd be pretty terrifying to watch get 25, 30 carries oh, yeah. in a game.
2: Yeah. Watch out for him in Dynasty. He's going to be a stud once Melvin is gone.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, in Dynasty, he's a player that I would – definitely targeting a trade for your future
0: yeah but unfortunately in our league michael has him so nobody's gonna get
1: him yeah never but
0: it's okay i told michael about javante so he's welcome (laughs) for that
2: yep Thank you.
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding it was the complete opposite (laughs) michael drafted him and i was like who the heck is this guy and he's like just watch and And look at me he proved me watching now (laughs) he proved me wrong and uh or, I guess he proved himself right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys have any uh, concerns with any Cowboys players going forward? Or are you just kind of throw this game out and put them all in your lineup it's, next week? Ready it's to an go? off game.
0: It's an off game. I, I'm yeah. okay with I don't have many yeah. ca- Cowboy Once. players on any of my teams, but I think you're okay with
1: them.
2: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Off I'm, the not, buy, I'm not concerned. It's okay. Yeah.
1: Throw it out, put them in your lineup. Um, Probably the weirdest game of the week. I think everyone could agree with this. Oh, yeah. Jaguars and Bills where Jaguars actually upset the Bills, who just last week uh, were Super Bowl favorites in Vegas. And they score six points against Jacksonville. Just a weird, weird game.
0: The ending score,
1: six to nine.
0: No one even made it to 10 points.
1: So if you bet on the
0: race to 10 where neither of the teams get it, you probably would have made a lot of money.
1: Yeah, or if you also, there's a lot of bets you can make where you bet the first touchdown score, and then there's always the crazy odds of no touchdown scored. Imagine you bet at this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you probably would have made some good money. Yes, a and, crazy uh, game. Fantasy-wise, um, Stefan Diggs, 14.5. You'll take that. Yeah. Everybody else was a disappointment. No yeah. one you started... You know what's crazy? Second highest fantasy score in this game. Jaguars Ooh. defense. Oh my goodness. With How 14. Is that? that is disgusting. Which probably was started in no leagues. So other than Diggs... <laughs> Anybody else you started in this probably disappointed you.
0: Yep. Josh Allen disappointment. Only nine points. They didn't break 10. Um, Devin Singletary, I think, had maybe like
1: nine or yeah, 10 or something. Which not I don't love bad. to see as a Zach Moss owner. But, yeah, he did yeah. play. He'd,
0: uh, he did a lot of work in the receiving Zach game. Zach Moss was a disappointment, though, with 4.4 points. And he yeah. had some good games going into this. It was surprising to see. But that's just sure how it went. It was a really bad game for the Bills. But they're going to bounce back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going around saying that the the teams playing the Chiefs and the Bills are playing the cover two shell because they know they can't run the ball.
0: I I heard about that today on the fantasy I mean, footballers. It's pretty you, funny to me. Yeah.
1: You you watch it; those offenses that you don't see the big plays we were seeing last year, you're seeing a lot of checkdowns to the running backs and little five yard passes, where most of the yards these guys are getting are after the catch. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they can find a way to get past these defenses that are going against them
0: yeah and the thing with that shell is you need to be able to run the ball that's why they have two safeties back there's my coach mags segment of the day teaching you some x's and o's when those two safeties are up top protecting against the pass that means you have one less guy in to protect against the run and the bills like we said they have Devin, Devin singletary and zach moss so if they can't get the run game going it's going to be hard for that offense to keep doing what they want to do so
2: They had nine carries carries for 22 yards total from their running backs. That's not going to get it done. You can't have that. This is
0: outside of fantasy football, just football talking here. Um, It's not going to work out, and eventually it's just going to lead into fantasy if they can't get it done because then they're not going to be able to feed everyone else that they have. So um, we'll see what the Bills do. I I do think they're going to bounce back, though.
2: Also, uh, Zach Moss, I think, also might have got hurt. I think he might have got a concussion possibly, so – Devin Singletary might be a growth start. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're going to talk about but. Devin Singletary later. Yep. Just wait and see.
1: Um, I'm looking at this right now. Um, I mean, for the Jaguars, probably the only offensive player you started that worked out for you was Dan Arnold at tight end. Yep. Got you 10 yep. points, yep. which you will take the yep. digits from your tight end any week, especially a guy you could have plugged and played off the waiver wire.
0: Another guy we talked about last week. Yep. Yep, he's solid.
1: Pretty much he's, a receiver, but still. He's Trevor's
0: favorite target.
1: I'm I'm kinda of done talking about that game. I don't yeah, really that game, I don't like that, that game. That game's pretty ugly. That's, Makes me feel weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well,
2: this next game isn't too pretty either. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got
1: <laughs> the Texans versus the Dolphins, The Dolphins went seventeen to nine. And uh this game was played where Tua was a game time decision that ended up not playing. Um yeah. and uh he was listed as active still because the Dolphins did not have another quarterback active other than Brissett, so he would have been their emergency quarterback in that game
0: um yep I actually left Tua in in one league and it was very unfortunate because I didn't know that he was going to be a game time decision and uh ended up getting zero points but guess what I won and guess who who was against it was against Dorian so I hope he's happy to hear that
1: (laughs) Is that is that why he's not here this week?
0: Uh, I think that's why he's recovering from the Cowboys' loss and the loss against me when I put in a quarterback that got yeah. no points.
2: The Cowboys' Smackdown. You know the Broncos haven't lost to the Cowboys since I think nineteen ninety five or nineteen ninety six. That
1: is ridiculous. That is, that is very crazy. surprising. That's one of those stats you got to look up before when you make bets. True. <laughs> yep.
0: Um. Let's see. Any people in that game? Uh. I think Brandon Cooks did okay. Yeah.
2: Six or 56. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You'll take
0: that. But on the other side, Jalen Waddle, that that was Dorian's pick. Yeah. Um, He had a pretty good game, 16 points. So you like to see it put him in one of my DFS lineups.
1: PPR machine. Yes, he is. Eight for 83. He is just, he gets catches. We love him going forward. Yes, we do. Either defense in this game was the highest scorer on their teams where Texans scored 17 and the Dolphins scored 18. So either one was a good start this week. That is so weird. That doesn't
0: even make sense, but that's fantasy football, Tyrod
1: Taylor with three picks and Brissett with two. So just (laughs) not a pretty football game. (laughs) That is so bad.
2: And Miles Gaskin had 20 rushes for 34 yards. That is...
1: Yeah, but he did end up finishing with 15 points. As ugly as those rushing numbers were, he did find the end zone in the receiving game.
2: And that's also a good sign going forward. He had 20 rushes.
1: Yeah, you like that. But it's also a game, too, where they had a lead against a bad team. And yeah. how many games are they going to have a lead in?
2: Yeah. That's very true, too. Yeah.
1: Anything else we want to add about this game?
0: I think that was, like, one of the most, or the game with the most turnovers, like, had to be up there, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs>
2: Kaseki also had a solid game with 4.54. That's all he does is solid games. You can yeah. count on him going forward as well.
1: Yep. Um, this next game was a, was a pretty crazy back-and-forth game towards the end of it. The Saints and the Falcons, where the mm-hmm. Falcons end up kicking a field goal with no time left to win by two, yep. to win 27-25. to 25. Um, Yeah, this was a game where Matt Ryan really stepped up for me. Oh, yeah. And I saw it where – he looked back, kind of, to the old Matt Ryan, where he came through when his team needed him.
0: And he had twenty-eight points. He's a first stringer of the week. Mm-hmm. Love to see that. Didn't expect that. I don't think 340 any. Three hundred
1: and forty yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, that is pretty. I a good Saints defense. And who is the receiver? I don't
0: even know his name. Zacchaeus.
1: <laughs> you know his name. <laughs> Zacchaeus. Two <laughs>
0: touchdowns for him. Goodness! If you bet two touch, if you bet on him having two touchdowns,
1: he probably made a lot of money. Yeah. So Um, look out for him. uh, First string of the week, Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 20 points from him. Um, Not great rushing numbers for him, but he did get a rushing touchdown. But you like seeing the receiving game of 4 for 54.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's what he does. He's one of the best receiving backs in the game. You love to see that if you're the Kamara owner. 20 points.
2: Russell Gage also had a pretty solid game after I think he threw up a donut last week
1: yeah i think you did he
2: bounced back with uh seven for 64 this week
1: and then this player i want to talk about is my savior in our Your dynasty hero. league my hero <laughs> my lord and savior <laughs> cordell patterson he is the most uh, solid consistent guy that i think you could pick up off waivers wait what that you could have picked up off oh waivers you could have year. yeah i yeah, thought you said have. you, you can no like, sorry sorry like, if i misspoke uh, there but i met you like, what league? earlier in the year <laughs> um I have a
0: sad story about that. I picked him up after the first, it was the first week, right? When like he went crazy, I got him and I was like, there's no way he's going to do anything. He's been in the league forever. I'm going to trade him. So I traded him away for someone I thought was going to do pretty well. KJ Osborne. And now I feel really dumb. That's a 12 man league. That's a very costly mistake. So, yeah,
1: I mean, you saw his receiving game this week, six for 126. Yeah,
0: he he can do it all. And he's a yeah. great guy. I, yeah. I saw that quote. What was it about, you know, oh, for his mom yeah, or something? Yeah, said, if
1: my mom can work three jobs, then I can go out there and play three positions. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I
0: can't even be mad. I, I'm only upset at myself that I let him go because he's just so good and a good guy. So,
1: McKenna, shout out to you.
2: Yeah.
0: Good trade. I thought I fleeced her. I really did. I thought Cord- Cordero yeah, was done. She's you. Yeah. Now I look like the biggest idiot ever. So. Yeah.
1: And the best thing about Patterson is he has that dual position availability. So you can start him in running back or wide receiver, depending on what you need that week. And
0: I I don't think on ESPN, does. can you do that? Because I try to do that, I think. Because I
2: needed a receiver. That's why I traded for KJ.
0: No, I I think in
2: ESPN he is only running back, I believe now. Oh, (laughs) they just made him? Okay.
1: Well, at least in Sleeper still, he's still eligible in both. Yeah, in Sleeper you can. Which I think he should because he plays both positions pretty much even split. Yeah,
0: I agree. And I would have kept him. But, you know, it is what it is. I messed up. I have to live with that for the rest of the season. I'm doing okay in that league. But that's for another time, another discussion.
1: Anybody else? Anyone wants to talk about in this game? I think we got everyone. Um, Kyle Pitts, a little bit of a bounce back from last week, and that I mean, three for 62, so nine fantasy points. Not great, but better than what he did last week, so you like to see that. Yeah. Um, this next game, I kind of wish we could just throw it out and not really have to talk <laughs> about it, but we will. The Giants, uh, at home beating the Raiders 23 to 16. Um, Not just not a good game from Derek Carr. Yeah, you could tell the stuff from this past week was affecting him because he just didn't look himself missed some throws. He wouldn't normally miss some bad decisions and just a bad game all around for the Raiders offense.
0: Yep, one of the disappointments. Actually, both quarterbacks disappointments on the week. This should have been a yeah. shootout, in my opinion. I think yeah. it was. I thought it was going to be a, yeah. a shootout. For
1: for as bad as the Raiders' defense or offense played, their defense played a very very good game. It was the only reason the Raiders were competitive in this game. Right.
0: And Derek Carr only with ten points. Uh, Danny Dimes with eight. He, eh, you don't like seeing that. These are guys that. Yeah. People are
1: streaming, so, and I even recommended yeah, Carr. So, 110 yards passing for Daniel Jones is not ideal. Yeah, not at all. Don't like that. At um, all. Though the running back for them, Devontae Booker, with a pretty good game. Yeah. Especially for not getting in the end zone to still put up 15. You like to see that.
0: Great handcuff there. If you're the Saquon owner and you don't have him, when Saquon comes back, do what you can to trade for Booker.
1: Or if he gets dropped because Saquon's back, that should be your top priority on the waivers. That is
0: a very, Good point as well.
1: um The I'm looking at uh Evan Ingram. He did get in the end zone again.
0: What about my boy though on the other side, Hunter
1: Renfro, baby? Yes. That's my dog. I love him. I don't know if you saw the route he did on that uh, touchdown I on the two yard line.
0: As soon as you texted it, I saw it. It's like that's a great route.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can
0: go ahead and talk about it.
1: The defender had outside leverage and. He got the defender to bite on his inside move and then beat him back outside for a little two yard touchdown. Yeah. Just so basically, beautiful. the
0: defender lined up in a way to not get beat a certain way, and he still got beat. Yeah. Just very impressive from Renfro. Just a really good route runner.
1: Um, Darren Waller, just a just a stud. A good week. He had seven for ninety two. Yeah. Yeah, he's back. He's a yeah. first stringer. Yeah, and he also he should have had a touchdown. He he beat his guy wide open in the end zone, and Card missed him. So Darren Waller doing what he should have should have had doing. more this week too. That's impressive. Yeah, um, Josh Jacobs got a little banged up in this game. It's kind of it's kind of becoming a little bit of a pattern where you see him exiting games and Drake coming in, and when Drake's coming in, he's performing. I mean, he had a great game in the receiving game. Yeah, especially because. With uh the Raiders not being able to stretch the field vertically, a lot of a lot of dump off to the running back and Drake definitely benefited from that.
0: Yeah, I put him on the uh uh first stringers of the week just because he, he stepped up when he needed to and he still got sixteen points for your fantasy team. So you yeah, like to see I think
1: out. I think he always holds some flex appeal even with Jacobs there, just because of Jacobs has been leaving games early and Drake's shown that with even a few touches he's still productive. But That might be more of a desperate play. Yes, no, definitely.
2: (laughs) All right. Definitely depends on the game script as well. Yeah, true game
1: script. But with Jacobs out, I think uh, he definitely should be in your lineup.
0: If they're playing the Jets, you play Kenyon Drake, no matter what. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Any any running backs that are going against the Jets, you play them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we can move on from that game. Yeah,
1: thank God. (laughs) Uh, The next game we're going to have is the Chargers and the Eagles, where the Chargers kicked a field goal late in that game to win 27 to 24. And I
0: bet on the Chargers. So go Chargers. Shout out to Mal. Yeah. He Um, told me never bet on the Chargers. He's a big Chargers fan
1: and I did it. Yeah. They're a very scary team to bet on. Terrible. This is a game that shouldn't have been a three point game. (laughs) Yeah. They should have won by more in this game. Oh yeah. But uh, Justin Herbert with a, I think what, He was the number one fantasy quarterback this week. Probably. He had 31 points. Yeah,
0: 31. I I think number one.
1: Looking at his stats right here, 356 yards and two touchdowns on 32 of 38 passing.
0: First stringer.
1: I see those numbers right there, and I'm like, oh, Chargers won this game easily. (laughs) Right. Looking at that. And then I look, and I'm like 27-24. And then I'm looking at stats, and it's looking like it's the inability to run the ball. Oh, yeah. As why they don't have a bigger lead in this game. a
0: disappointment from that game
1: you can say Eckler, kind of. I mean, 11 points, you expect but, more. But, yeah, I mean, you you want, especially from a receiving back, you want more than 11 points. Yeah. I mean,
0: I put a question mark near there. I I think if you are an Eckler owner, you are upset, though, because 11 points, come on, yeah. at least break the 15 yeah. mark.
1: You do like, though, seeing the 17 rushes from him, but you'd like more yeah. than 59 yards out of that.
0: And then you also have Mike Williams, who only got seven points. I mean, that's two uh, weeks, right,
1: in a row? Yeah, I, yeah it's uh it's a few weeks right now where he's not not performing
0: and i've heard something about an injury or something maybe his knees banged up that i've heard it i don't know if you guys know anything about
1: that no but i um he is a player that does have an injury history so that's something that's actually he has three straight weeks of under eight points and uh four of his last five weeks he's been under eight
0: so does he bounce back do we try to find someone else what are we thinking
1: I mean, for what he did for those first couple, first three weeks, I find it hard to take him out of, out of your lineup, but it's definitely a player where you're getting to the point of you're questioning it. When right. he wasn't guaranteed start, now it's like, do I keep starting him? But I would. I would keep starting him just because his upside is so high, and I find it hard to believe you have a better option than that on your bench.
0: So do you guys trade for him, too?
2: No. No. No.
1: And if I get a good okay. offer, I wouldn't mind trading him away. Okay. But if I have him, I think you got to play him.
2: Yeah, I believe Herbert has kind of found a good connection with Allen. Like I yeah. said last week, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to realize that Allen's a better receiver, which he obviously did this week. He had 12 for 104. Yeah. What a stud. Yeah, first, first stringer think, of the week right there. Yeah, I think he's going to have a lot more of that going forward. Mike's just too inconsistent.
0: Yeah, Fair enough. So if you have him. Try to look for some trades. Uh, no one's going to bite right now, but mm-hmm. if you believe that he'll, he'll bounce back, now's a good time to go buy him low, I believe.
1: Yeah. Um And then if we look on the other side of the ball, the wide receiver one of the week, or wide receiver two actually of the week, sorry, misspoke, Devontae Smith. Oh, yeah. He, out. he had a good game there. First stringer of the week. Yep, five for 116 and a touchdown. You take that every day. Um, Did a lot of people play him though? Maybe. Nope. If you're desperate? Yes, probably not. But yeah. I mean, we'll throw him up there though. Yeah. Um, Just in case. Jalen Hurts didn't have a great fantasy day, but probably played his best game of quarterback in this game. Right. He sat in that pocket and made some big time throws when they needed it and almost pulled off a big upset win for them. That's true.
0: And I'm a big Hurts believer. I feel like a lot of people are very fifty fifty with him. I believe him. What do you guys think?
1: I'm a believer. I I like him. I feel like he doesn't have a lot of help there, and yeah. he does what he can. He might miss a couple throws, but he also hasn't never played a full season in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's I think a he's good played point. I think 13 or 14 games now in his career. <laughs> yeah. Like let's let's let the guy develop and let's see what he can become.
2: Uh, I'm not a big fan of Hertz. I yeah. don't think he's going to last in the NFL. And I believe that the Eagles will be getting a quarterback in this draft or Ooh. trade for a quarterback coming up in this season. And I think they will be moving on soon. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And um, I don't really want to talk about this guy, but I will because he played well. I mean, the Chargers do have a very weak run defense, but Jordan Howard had 17 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown.
0: And I was made fun of last week. Yeah. I mean, I got I to gotta, I gotta
1: eat my words a little bit on that one, but... Oh, that hurts to, hurts the same. I did not play him. No, like I said, I mean, it's just a shot in the I, dark. I don't know <laughs> how many still. leagues he was played in. You had to be you got to have some injuries and or some buys or something, but if you did start him, he scored you 13 and you take that.
0: But if you started Boston Scott, you're upset because he only got 4 points. Which is yeah. this is the Eagles. You never know what they're going to do. You never know who they're going to give the ball.
1: It's 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 always a crapshoot. The only thing I would say about this is it does give any Miles Sanders owner some hope that yeah. the Eagles are showing that they're willing to run the ball. So hopefully when Sanders gets back, that's something that continues.
0: Yep. Hopefully for you,
1: right, Dylan? Because yeah. you have him. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big believer in him, so I hope. In every league. <laughs> every in every league. league, yep.
2: That's his boy.
1: <laughs> um, next game we're going to talk about is the Packers and Chiefs game, which was another weird. pretty ugly and weird football game. Yeah.
0: Um, definitely had some disappointments. You had Mahomes only getting 10 points. You had Tyreek Hill. Uh, but someone who actually showed up for the chiefs in terms of fantasy, uh, was Travis Kelsey getting 17 points, doing what you want Kelsey to do when you draft him where you do. Cause he's one of those top three, right? Kelsey Waller Kittle. Uh, you expect them to do guys, these types of things. All three so. of those
1: guys came through this week. Yes. Yesterday. They you did. like to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelsey good game five for 68 and a touchdown. You like to see that. Um, something I'm saying to say about the chiefs is some of this chemistry that we've seen with them where, Mm -hmm. you know, Mahomes just knows where these guys are and throws it. I feel like they don't have it as much this year. You see some throws maybe behind guys or guys aren't breaking off in routes where they normally do or something, because there's some throws that are just a little off where it's not something we normally see from this chief's offense. Yeah. It's
0: very off. And as a fan, of very good offenses, just seeing what they're doing now—it's—it it, it, it hurts my heart a little bit because they were just so, like, they were on fire before, and now it's really weird, and you can just tell it's not the
1: same as it used to be. Yeah,
2: they're taking away the deep pass, and Mahomes is having a hard time checking it down.
1: Yeah, I mean, 166 yep. yards for him, is just its weird to see. You think, oh, is that the first half? But no, that's, that's the whole game. Mm-hmm. In a game where he does that and they still win too because on the other end, Packers were starting a quarterback in his first ever career start who, to give him credit, to start an arrowhead, he didn't play a great game, but he kept his team in it. And if it weren't yeah. for a couple missed kicks in the kicking game, they they should be tied in that game. I mean, a missed field goal and a blocked field goal on the road you can't do that and expect to win. with a young quarterback in there,
0: and you also shouldn't put the starting quarterback's mom all the way at the top in the <laughs> nosebleed. Yeah, that was
1: so messed up. I saw I saw a pretty funny tweet about that that said the Packers aren't used to their starting quarterback asking for family's tickets, <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't where to buy them. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's a tweet um, of the day. But uh, in this game, um, <laughs> Devontae Adams six for forty two. Um, not a great week. Double digits. A little disappointing from yeah. you know the number one receiver in the league. I, I put a question mark for him into the disappointments list because ten points. It's not bad. Yeah, but, but Devonte Adams for Devontae Adams that's bad. Yeah, you don't um, like it. I also heard too uh, this week Devontae Adams didn't return to practice until Friday right so him and love didn't really have a much time to kind of practice and get comfortable and you saw that in a couple routes you know love threw a back shoulder and adams was still running a streak so they just weren't on the same page in that game
0: it's always tough when you don't have that practice time to really get each other's timing down and then also aaron jones only got five points don't like seeing that but aj Dillon, i think had around 10 points or something so yeah
1: aj Dillon played well um What's your guys' concern level for Aaron Jones right now? Like, as an owner, if, if you have Aaron Jones, what what how are you feeling? Um, go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. Yeah, since you actually a, own him, it's a
2: it's a little scary. I own him in about three leagues, and uh, they use AJ Dillon a lot. They like him a lot in the rushing game, and uh, it's getting a little scary.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at. it. I mean, Aaron Jones had you know four more carries in that in this game. He had 12 for 53. But the real thing is, in the receiving game lately, it's been a lot of A.J. Dillon and not Aaron yeah. Jones, which is what Aaron Jones has always done well.
2: Aaron Jones didn't have one target yeah. or one catch in this game.
0: Dillon's a good running back. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I don't have him in any leagues, but I don't know. It's still Aaron Jones. Um, I think you just got to roll with it yeah.
2: at this point. Yeah. Um, are you, You're not are you
1: trying to trade away Aaron Jones right now, or are you going to ride out this uh, rest of the season with him?
2: It'd be hard to trade him, but uh, if you can, I'd try to get somebody else.
1: But... Yeah, I mean, the name might help you right there because it's you know big name recognition, cool. but not not someone I feel very confident starting the rest of the year. I mean, you start them, but I just don't feel confident.
0: Before we move on, two bigger names though: Mahomes and Hill, struggling. Do you try to trade them away? Do we? Th- do you hold? Do you wait for them to bounce back? Do you trade them off their names? What are we thinking?
1: I mean, the question is, like, do you trust a good quarterback and a good offensive coach to get it back together? Right. And I do. As much as it pains me to say, I do. Right.
0: It's just tough because, I don't know, I'm a firm believer in just, like, seeing patterns. And it's, it's hard to look at the Chiefs and realize how bad they're doing when you just think about all the good things that they've already done like they've just looked so bad though and like we said they just look off so I don't know for me it's tough to hold but again it's Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. you don't want to be that guy later on who goes well I should have kept them when they're scoring 40 points a game so
2: I would definitely try to get Hill after this game this is a really bad game for him if you could somehow get him I would definitely try to do that
0: I think that's actually a really good idea if you yeah. have them, try to just hold on. Um, if you don't, now would probably be a good time, like Mike said, to go after them. Would are you yeah. saying just yeah. Hill or, or Mahomes as well?
2: Um, I wouldn't trade for Mahomes just because the person's probably going to want way more than you're willing to give up. Right, and you can find other quarterbacks that are doing just as good or even better. Yeah, I Fair
1: think enough. quarterback is probably the easiest of all the positions to stream every week. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think I would be willing to trade for a quarterback, but Tyreek Hill. I think it's definitely a good buy-low time. Okay, I like yep. that. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, next game of the week, we're going to go to the Ooh. Cardinals and Niners, where the Cardinals decided uh <sighs> they weren't able to play Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins this week, who were both game-time decisions. Or A.J. Green. Or A.J. Green, who I believe was on the COVID list. Yeah, I think so. Um, yep. So they had And three, Chase Edmonds got hurt. And Chase Edmonds breath. got hurt early, but – that did not matter. The Cardinals still yep, had a pretty dominating win in this game.
0: And, you know, we told you last week, I told you that ESPN had the 49ers pass defense or like against receivers or something ranked at like ninth. And I told you guys play christian kirk and we said rondale more too but i think we are leaning more towards kirk and kirk balled out i mean he got uh at least what like 10 like 15 16, 6, for six nine for 91 more. and yeah. he
1: also had a 33 yard pass completion in this game yes. and it was almost a touchdown it was stopped i think at like the one yard line the guy got tackled at so he almost threw a touchdown uh,
0: the, uh, the 49ers i think they're so talented it's it's hard uh to even talk about this because I think we still have good players. It's just, I think we're getting out coach at this point in the season. And I mean, it's obvious when you can't stop Colt McCoy. I mean, the, the, uh,
1: the real guy they couldn't stop.
0: Oh, (laughs) James Connor, my (laughs) father. Yeah. RB one of the (laughs) week. I think this week, um, the reason why I'm saying he's my father is because he helped me in two leagues by scoring 40 points. So thank you, James Connor for yeah. helping me out there. I really appreciate that. And he trucked one of our DBs. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I did. Oh. Was it Josh Norman. No, I don't think it. No. Cause he got benched
1: for being an idiot. Yeah. I think he might yeah. get released. I saw as good. Well. I, yeah. I don't like him at all um that guy one thing i'll say about josh norman is he is unbelievable at punching out the football (laughs) yes (laughs) Yes, he he is is. playing db not so much (laughs) yeah
0: no um yeah james connor really put on a show and for me i wasn't too upset because i had him in those leagues and also the 49ers are trash right now and um had him in a dfs lineup which helped me a lot so wasn't too upset but hey we're not gonna skip over this because you guys made fun of me last week for even mentioning this dude. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. I think he had 18.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, 18, 18 Yeah, Because yeah, he, did, he did have a fumble in this game. He
0: did have a fumble. And then Michael texted us in our uh, group chat <laughs> and said that he's done. And I said, it's fine. Kittle fumbled too. Don't worry. And then he
1: bawled out. And then George Kittle also bawled out. So... Those are my boys. Yeah, Kittle was a very good week of six for 101 yards and a touchdown. Um, but I do I would think... Go ahead.
2: I do think that uh, the garbage time got a little bit into this game, and that's why everybody's stats were a little bit padded. That's, but, um, that's fair. Because I see here Elijah Mitchell had five catches for 43 yards, and he hasn't had any catches. <laughs> hardly anything going this year in the receiving game. So and that's good to see. But I do think it had to do a little bit with being down by a lot.
0: Yeah, Yeah. the game script did help. Um, With that being said, Brandon Ayuk is someone, just keep your eye on. Um, If you need to play him, go ahead. Just Um, just know
1: he might not do this same thing again next week. Yeah, and then uh, Debo Samuel with 5 for 63. Yeah. Do we have a little bit of concerns with Debo with Kittle coming back and Ayuk kind of maybe getting a little bit out of the doghouse and more involved that we're not going to see these over hundred yard games with him the rest of the year. How many points did Debo score? He had 11. He had five for 63. Do we count that as a disappointment? No, I'm I'm not saying, I'm not saying a disappointment. I'm just talking about, are we going to see these big over hundred yard games and a touchdown from him with these two other people now featured more in the offense? I think you still have a chance
0: just because it's, the 49ers offense, and at any, like, like George Kittle scoring 17 and Ayuk scoring 17, anyone can do that, like, at any given Sunday. That's yeah. just how our offense works, and it's very annoying for fantasy purposes, so um just monitor uh, Debo going forward with Kittle back. I, I think he'll be all right, though. But, yeah, the 49ers are disgusting. They make me so upset.
2: Yeah, that was uh, a hard yeah. game to watch.
0: Yeah.
1: Dude, and Colt McCoy, guys, Colt McCoy, <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Um, with Debo, this was his second lowest scoring game of the year, which you love. His lowest scoring game is ten, so I mean he's double yeah. digits every week. I mean I don't have any reservations starting him. I just no. don't know if we're gonna see these thirty-five and thirty-point performances with these two guys back in the offense
0: especially if we are going to start throwing to brandon Ayuk, which we've been doing the past two weeks
1: yeah which it's looked good when he does get the ball so yeah he
0: looked great when he had the (laughs) ball
1: maybe get him the ball
0: (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying goodness sakes um but zach Ertz, talking on the other side uh he was a bit of a disappointment only getting uh five points we thought he would do a lot better but uh-huh. That's also,
1: maybe we factored in a little bit of Colt McCoy there, you know, not their normal passing offense. I would say that. In a, a game, part. too, where they were able to just run the ball. Yeah, especially and. when you have James Conner, you don't need to give the ball to anyone else, so. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, right. wait, was it James Conner or was it Eno you know, Benjamin that someone?
1: It might someone? You know, I think it was I Benjamin. I think it was, yeah, actually, Benjamin. thinking about it. Yeah, because he got that garbage time touchdown.
0: Goodness. Oh, my gosh, it's just replaying in my head. <laughs> wow, that was Gross.
1: Yeah, when you go to sleep, that's all you're going to be seeing. Tonight. Now it's just
0: like, yeah, I just see it so vividly. And then I think he might have flexed afterwards. Yeah, it's just it's running through so. my head, and
1: I don't like it. We can move on now. He all doesn't right.
2: need to talk like that. That's that's bad. They should have yeah. flagged him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, next game we're going to talk about, which uh, was also another surprising game of the week, Titans and Rams, where oh, yeah. Titans end up winning by 12, which that's a little closer than this game really was because I believe the – the Rams did score a touchdown kind of late in this game. Yeah, yeah they had a so. three yard, They scored a touchdown with 24 seconds left because that before was the first touchdown of the game. Yeah, before that, it was 28 to 9 uh, in the last minute of the game. So the Titans just dominated this football game, which I didn't see coming, and I don't think very many others did. Nope,
0: but my parents were actually at that game and they had a blast. They are Titans fans. And uh yeah, they were hyped about that. My Good grandma was Good there too, them. so shout out to them. Here, I'll give you a little applause. Um <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um they were very happy about that win and I'm sure they were excited when <laughs> they had those two picks, Kevin Byard. That was crazy. Matt Stafford did not look like Matt Stafford. It was really weird.
1: He's had two of those games this year where in like against probably the two of the better teams they've played, he yeah. just I don't know, looks like Detroit. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty bad. I think it's the Detroit in them or something because yeah, he, uh, he did not come to play in that game, but a lot of people in fantasy, he hurt this week by not putting up one of his, one of the bigger disappointments, consistent 20 something point weeks. Um,
2: they were um, getting pressure on him all day. Yeah. I think he'll be okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's not a great game for
0: them. Yeah, at the beginning of the game, they had, like, back-to-back sacks and then back-to-back yeah. interceptions, so uh, an off game. But here's the thing, though. People forget that the Titans were also on fire going into this game. So, it, it, you know, it, it shouldn't have went this way to where the Titans pretty much dominated for majority of the game. But the, the Titans are a good team. That's, that's my yeah. point here.
1: And for a game where the Titans scored four touchdowns, to have no fantasy-relevant players yeah. started in that game is kind of crazy to me. Like, A.J. Brown didn't do anything, mm-hmm. Tannehill only with 14. You'd, you'd expect, like, some big numbers from somebody in this offense, and it just – there was nothing from there.
0: Yeah, I put Tannehill on the disappointment list. But with the question mark at 14, you expect a little bit more, but it is Tannehill. And then A.J. Brown, yeah, I put another question mark with only nine points.
1: I, I definitely would call it a disappointment yeah. because – I'd expect I expected a big game from him, even though he's yeah. probably getting a little bit of Jalen Ramsey on him. Oh, yeah. I still expected a big game from
0: Ramsey him. played a big factor. I think even after the game, AJ Brown tweeted at him or something mm-hmm. like that.
1: Yep. he said uh, he was he didn't mind stuff during the play. But I guess he said after the play Ramsey was doing some cheap shots or some dirty stuff that yeah. he wouldn't like.
0: Which, you know, Ramsey's that guy. He's going to get under your skin. Yeah. So I mean, you that's the
1: job that. of a corner. Mm-hmm. It's not just the physical. It's also the mental part.
0: Yep, he does a great job at that. But I will say this. I placed a bet on Adrian Peterson's being an anytime touchdown score. I only put five bucks, and I got fifteen. So, yeah, that you was did. pretty cool. You did get a touchdown in this game? Um, wait, wait, wait! But Mick Nichols, are we adding him to the disappointment list? What do we think?
1: I would because I think he was picked up in leagues expecting yeah. to get some work, and you would think in a game two where the Titans had the lead that they would run the ball a little bit more than yeah. they did, and to see ten rushes for Peterson and seven for. McNichols you don't you don't love to see that not at all only six yeah
2: and and Deontay Foreman was involved as well
1: yeah so that's a good point I'm I'd probably avoid this backfield too they either show like there's one guy leading it or something because I don't think I want to start someone in a three three three-headed backfield right now
0: and we didn't have a podcast when this all happened with AP but even then I wasn't too big on him were you guys did you guys think he'd do better um I mean,
1: I I think there was a reason that he's, how old is he? 30? (laughs) 50. Yeah. I think he's like 36, I believe, and not in the league. I think there's kind of a reason for that. But, I mean, he's probably the perfect running back for this system. Right. So, I mean, I expected more than two yards. And he did okay with the Lions. But I still
0: am not and was not
1: too high on him. And also, I don't think he provides any value in the receiving game. So you're just yep. hoping that he does something like this week and gets in the end zone. Right. You're hoping for, I'd say, 50 to 60 yards and a touchdown, and mm-hmm. that's what you're happy with. And I don't know if that's the one you want to start at running back. Maybe if you're desperate. Yeah. It's, more of, a, it's more of a desperate play if you need depth. Um, but on the other side of the ball, I mean, we did talk Stafford, definitely a disappointment of the week with, I believe, 13 fantasy points. Yep. Um Daryl Henderson, I would probably say, is another disappointment of the week. Um, He got what, like 10? Eight. He had 55 yards rushing, and then he had three catches, but only for three yards. Willem, cover your ears. Yeah, we're sorry, Willem, but this has to be talked about. Willem was at that game, too, though. Yeah, and it sucks to see your favorite player (laughs) have probably his worst game of the season. That That must have hurt.
2: And is that Willem's second straight loss in Dynasty?
1: That is. It is this
0: week. Oh, poor guy. Oh, no. And he had He's, McNichols. I don't know if he played McNichols, but he had him too. Yeah, the handcuff the king. The handcuff
1: king. Um, uh, but sorry, Willem. Definite first stringer of the <laughs> week, who I think we just can book it in rest of the season, first stringer of the week. Cooper Cup. Oh, He yeah. is the most consistent player I think I've ever witnessed in it's my stupid. career playing fantasy. It's actually stupid. <laughs> 11 for 95 how does this guy and they played a bad game yes and he had a great game yes it's unbelievable how he just finds a way to just dominate in fantasy and in real football he dominates too he just finds a way to get open Mm -hmm. and make plays and his partner in crime though robert woods 17 points seven for 98 you take that all day as well
0: Mm -hmm. especially in Um, fantasy
1: baby yeah higby at tight end five for 51 you'll take that oh yeah he did have a touchdown that got called back too. just barely the tip of his shoe was out of bounds before he made the catch that scared me yeah that that would have won me a fantasy matchup but against me (laughs) yeah but you know what it's fine (laughs) there'll be more weeks but he's someone that uh definitely looks like a solid option at tight end a lot of good
0: tight ends out there and he's one of them
1: yeah he's someone that's been he's consistent too all right, and then I think uh, anything else we want to add to that game first? I think we're good to go. All right, uh, we're going to talk about then uh, the game that just happened tonight, the Steelers and the Bears, where Steelers kicked a field goal late to win the game 29-27. to
0: mm-hmm. I didn't get to see much of it. Because I uh, was trying to grab stuff for the podcast, so I didn't get to see the end of it. I heard a lot of bad calls were going yeah. on. You guys can elaborate about what
1: happened tonight. Yeah, it was a game where the uh, Steelers definitely were dominating this game and had a lead. And then late in the game, there was a muff punt that the Bears returned for a touchdown. That kind of flipped momentum, where the Bears got back into this game. And um, there's a there's a play where the Steelers are up three. And they get sacked on a third down, so they're going to have to punt the ball back. Um, there's a sack by Cassius Marsh. After the play, he celebrates. Cassius Marsh, real quick, he went to Oaks Christian. Just yep. throwing that out there. Yeah, he did. He's a local boy. Yeah, local. He uh, After the sack, he does a little celebration, uh, takes a couple steps towards the Steelers' sideline, looks over there for about a second, turns around. Um, as he's coming by the ref, the ref and him kind of bump, whatever. The ref throws a flag and calls him for taunting the Steelers' bench, which is just a terrible call. It doesn't need to be made. That rule doesn't need to be in football. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the Steelers end up getting a first down in 15 yards when they should have punted, and they kick a field goal then to go up six. Then the Bears go down, score a touchdown, take the lead by one, and then that gives time, though, for the Steelers to kick the game-winning field goal. So without that taunting penalty, it's a different ball game.
0: Yep, that's like the worst thing that they added. That and the extra game. I hate the taunting stuff. I think
1: no one asked for that. That's the big problem. Yeah. Who, who asked for that? It just it just doesn't need to be in football because I don't need calls like that. That's like a judgment call mm-hmm. where it's not a consistent thing every week. Like a holding penalty, you can see a holding penalty and that's consistent. But yeah. taunting, there's no like set guidelines for what taunting is. So it's like subjective to the referee who wants to call it. And that one right there, that's not taunting. That's, I mean, yeah. Should he be like over there? Probably not. But that's not a play where we at a late in a game where we should give someone a free first down for that. And
0: my friend made a really good point. He said, "So everyone after a touchdown, right? You're with your team. Everyone can go into the end zone and have some group celebration. But you can't like flex a little bit or do little like it doesn't or make you sense. Have
1: to look the way of the other team. <laughs> yeah. You look the way of the other team, and you're getting flagged. Yeah, it's a very weird.
0: Um, as for fantasy relevance." uh fields did well right
1: yeah he uh definitely played his best game of the year which is impressive against this defense of the steelers um he finished with 291 yards a touchdown and interception um the pick he threw was just a great play by the d lineman cameron hayward Mm. got it at the line of scrimmage he's been doing well this year oh he's been unbelievable this year very impressive ohio state it's what they do (laughs) (laughs) um but no fields looked great i think he added uh, 45 yards on the ground uh he looked composed in this game Made some big throws down the stretch. Uh, had a nice touchdown to Darnell Mooney. Um, just played a great game at quarterback. Definitely, definitely proved that he should have been a first round quarterback this game today.
0: I see someone that you guys
1: are looking at to maybe stream if you need to. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it gives you hope doing against the Steelers' defense and him having a good game. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'd have to look at more of his matchups coming up to see who I'd stream him against, but he's someone that. Yeah, if you got some injuries or a buy, he might be a decent streaming option. <laughs> he was going to be available in almost every league? Yeah,
2: yeah, I like I like seeing uh, Matt Nagy getting a little bit more rushing plays going, and he's starting to use his feet a little bit more. Yeah, the read option got the rushing yards, so that he'll always be safe going forward. Yeah, he
0: looked really good when he was running; like very athletic. It was really cool. Like you know, mm-hmm. um, he loved he's to fast. see that. Yeah, he did look really fast. Um, how did the running backs do? I because Montgomery played right off
1: IR, yeah. he would it, yeah. did he
0: do okay? Yeah. Yeah, he had thirteen, 13. for
1: sixty three. Yeah, and two catches for seventeen yards. So not bad.
2: Okay. He looked really good. Yeah. He had, he, had some, he had some runs where he was carrying some dudes. With yeah, him.
1: I think he had ten fantasy points. Not bad at all for coming back off IR. Yeah, not bad at all. And then uh, Mooney had a game. Yeah, he did. He had a solid game. Um, He had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown in this game. 20 points. Yeah. That's nice. Um, And you could tell Mooney and Fields kind of have a connection with each other. And uh, as I was watching this game, I was hearing the announcers talk about it. And they said uh, Mooney would be the guy that would stay after practice and him and Fields would just throw with each other. So you can kind of see why they have that that connection with each other on the field. That makes a lot of sense. Which maybe Alan Robinson can maybe stay after some practices and him and Fields can get on the same page there. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. No, he's is. trying to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he's on the same page with both his receivers. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it?
2: But I do think this might have been Alan Robinson's best game of the year. He had four for 68. <sighs> that's just That, that's, is that hurts to hear. That
1: that's That terrible. hurts to hear, but it's a good sign if, if you've held on to him. Yeah. That there's Such hope. Such a talented guy, though. It's... I feel bad for him. He might go his whole career without playing for a good quarterback. That would suck. I hope not.
0: Um, Cole Komet, I think, had a good game Yeah, as well. he did. He did have a good game. Points?
1: He had a 6 for 87, which, I mean, you start him at tight end, that's a great week right there. You'll take that all day from your tight end. Yeah. Yeah, he was heavily involved in that offense, especially – And uh, some crucial drives late in that game. He was the one making big catches. So
0: that's good to see. I mean, they spent some pretty good draft capital on him, right?
1: Yeah. Commit. Someone, though, who uh, has been solid for you for a while. Is Um, it time? No, no, no. No, Okay. okay. Um, (laughs) I'm talking about who, going forward, it's not looking great. Khalil Herbert. Uh, Oh, yeah. He was so good those weeks that Montgomery's been out, but Montgomery came back today and Herbert saw four touches. Ooh. And he's talented, he so is. that's interesting. He is talented, but they showed this is Montgomery's backfield, and we're going to yeah. give it to him. So going forward, I I think Herbert is worth a stash on your bench in case something comes up again. But Montgomery, I think, is the guy still.
0: Now he's just another handcuff for Willem to yeah. grab. <laughs>
1: no, Nick's <laughs> not dropping him. That's what a Nick said. Not in Dynasty. Squad. I'm saying it yeah. is basketball league (laughs) can put him on his bench yeah all right and then uh we can go over to the Steelers side of the ball who um big ben all right game 200 yards two touchdowns nothing special nothing flashy but big ben solid week i mean someone who i mean 16 points a lot better than a lot of the big name quarterbacks this week oh yeah Weird um, week. Yeah. Najee Harris, another just solid, consistent week. Great guy. Very consistent at running back. Sixteen points from him. I mean, is that his worst week of the year? Or no, his worst week of the year is week one. I think that's the second worst week of the season. Wow. It's sixteen. That is ridiculous. He and is. if you're
0: the Najee owner, you definitely took a gamble this year. You maybe got him out of value. So you're very happy with him this year.
1: Yeah, and uh in one of our leagues we had someone draft him fifth overall and a a couple of us laughed at that pick. but I looking, think everyone did. Yeah, but looking at it now, that's a great pick. A I great mean, pick. He has been so consistent for you in fantasy that, yeah, wherever you took him, it was value. It's always no risky. It I mean,
0: I think especially since last year, right, uh, Clydro, or was it two years ago when was he a rookie? Clyde Edwards? Uh, last year. Last year. A lot of people, you know, took the gamble. It didn't pay off. Uh, but this year, if you did on Najee, then it really paid off, and you look like a genius.
1: So, yeah. Very happy for you. Just, uh, just fact check it. His second worst week of the year was 16. That is so he dumb. He went 6, 19, and then every week after he's been over 20.
0: There's someone that plays fantasy that has Lamar Jackson, Cooper Cup, and Najee Harris. Imagine that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. That's wow. With probably another good running back in that mix because you could have got Najee late or in yeah. the second round in most leagues. That's crazy. Um, but one of the biggest, would you say surprises or just impressive performances? Is it time? Yeah, I think it's time. It's time, Michael.
0: Time for your favorite <laughs> player. All of <laughs> our favorite players.
1: Yeah. I mean, we love him. Another podcast loves him. I mean, I just don't know how you can't love the guy yeah. who doesn't root for it's him. Beast. Yep. Yeah. It's time. Let him know. Yeah. And it's Pat Fryermuth. The Muth is Luth. He is five <laughs> for 43 and two touchdowns. And, I don't know if you guys saw the one touchdown he had where they just isolated him one-on-one and threw a mm-hmm. jump ball. And he just he just beat the guy, made yeah. a great contested catch. He I looks mean, good. He had one of those last week that won him the game. So he's somebody in the red zone that they look to get the ball to. So he's someone I feel confident starting the rest of this year with high touchdown upside. Oh, yeah.
0: Everyone loves him. I totally Luth. agree. He, yep. He's Luth. He's ready to go. You yeah. got to get him on your team. I mean, obviously, be smart about it. If you have Waller, if you have Kittle, if you have one of those top guys, you don't really need him. Um, But if you're struggling at the tight end position, he's a good person to look at,
1: especially after uh, tonight. about what percentage of leagues he's available in?
0: That's a really good question. We should find that out. We're going to have our assistant fact check that right now and then uh, get back to Uh, us.
1: He's available in, uh, what is this, 67% of leagues. So definitely a hot waiver wire target for you guys to look up this week. Oh yeah. But again, there are a lot of solid tight ends. So, yeah, there is, but if you don't have one of those top guys, yeah, he's someone that I think I would try to pick up and throw in there because tight end is one of those positions where you don't always find someone that's worth starting. Yep. at that position. So, I think he's someone too that you don't have to like, you know, look for streamers every week. He's a guy that I think you could plug in every week. And expect double digits.
0: And I think we're very lucky this year because usually the tight end position is very
1: hard to strain. Yeah, if but there you, are a lot d- of if good guys, if you don't have a top three normally, you're you're screwed the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. Majority of tight ends I've seen in a lot of the leagues that I play in,
1: a lot of them are getting at least like eight, nine, ten points. So yeah, which not bad. Which you take, you know, if you get double digits from your tight end, you're happy. And these are guys like
0: uh, Arnold and Gisecki, um... And and just other dudes like that where you know they're they're gonna get the job done and then now we have Fire Muth who has that you know potential to get some more games like he had tonight especially with that offense in Big
1: Ben and then uh I think we have two disappointments this week at wide receiver number one the biggest being Chase Claypool mm-hmm. three for thirty not something yeah. you love to see dropped him in one league and I I don't blame you for it I mean yeah. they don't have a great downfield passing attack Mm -hmm. and that's what claypool does best is down the field so it's just this offense is not built for him
0: and claypool was my keeper because last year they were going crazy with him throwing it deep giving him these crazy plays where you know he's running the ball in but this year it's not the same and uh it might be time to move on you can hold him if you really want to but you could probably move on from him. He's like their wide receiver forty-six or something stupid. I think.
1: Yeah, not not someone worth just holding because of name value. Yeah. Um. And then the other one's Deontay Johnson. Yep. He had five for fifty-six, which you know, ten points, not the worst week, but it's just it's that's like that's what you're hoping for right now with this offense. There's not a lot great stuff going on in this passing game. It's a game. It's a team where. They want to get the ball to Najee Harris as much as possible and mm-hmm. only throw if they need to. Right. I definitely feel better about starting Deontay than Claypool because Deontay seems more of a focal point in their passing yeah. game. But I just, I don't really love a lot of these passing options in this for the rest of the season going forward. Yeah. Just the rookies,
0: I think, are people that you really yeah. like, Najee <laughs> yeah. and then Muth. Yeah. yeah.
1: Both those guys, I feel a lot more confident starting than the other two, which... I probably wouldn't have said before the season. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird how football works, isn't it? Yeah. Michael, Michael, how do you feel about these guys?
2: Um, I'm not a big fan of Chase Claypool right now. Yep. I would be willing to drop him depending on what league you're in. Uh, Deontay is very solid. He's going to be super safe for PPR every week. There yeah, we he's
1: he, he holds a pretty good floor for PPR value, but not. I don't think he has a lot of boom weeks, but I think he's a very safe play.
2: Yeah, this might be one of his worst games of the year. I think. Yeah, and he's he's solid every week. So you're good with him.
0: And like we said, with receivers, they're gonna have those weeks. It's it's just how it goes. So, um, yeah, I agree. Deontay Johnson will be fine. Don't worry about him.
1: Yeah, this uh, this was his worst week of the year. How many
0: targets did he have yep. today?
1: He was targeted six times, which, which still,
0: is come on, six targets. You're you're happy with that? Yeah,
1: yeah. You'll take that. I mean, that's his second lowest of the week as well, or the week, sorry, the year. Yeah, I'm looking at his numbers. So, yeah, I mean, he's been very consistent. So, this week, a little bit of a down week. Next week, might be another down one, too. They're playing the Lions. So, might be a big, <laughs> big Najee Harris game.
0: Yeah. Probably. Um, cool. So, I think that. Pick up uh, Fire Muth, and that's a really good segment. <laughs> a segue into. Um, some waiver wire pickups because by the time you hear this, it's going to be Tuesday. you got to get ready for those waivers. So we're going to give you some good names starting with the quarterback uh, position. Um, you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, go?
1: I can start us off this week. All right, let's do it. Um, someone I like going forward is uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Ew. I know, but, <laughs> I mean, he played a great game against the Cowboys, made some big-time throws, and, He's only rostered in about 25% of leagues. Okay. When I was looking at it, he's the quarterback 15 on the year. So nothing great, but hmm. someone that's been solid. Um that Broncos team has been decimated by injuries. Yes. So it's a so defense it that is just plugging and playing, guys, and they're playing. They're playing hard, but I just don't see him having a lead in a lot of games. And I see him having to try to come back. And they have weapons in that offense. Yeah, they do. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, Albert O, Tim Patrick. I mean, they have a ton of guys there.
0: Noah Fant, when he comes back from – he had COVID this week, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great passing offense and attack. They have a decent running game that gets going at at times. So I just see him having a great second half of the year. I mean, they're going to have to throw in games. They're going to be down. So I want a quarterback that's playing well has good options and they're not going to have a lead. So I like him a lot this week, picking him up and playing them the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. And he's averaging 16 points where if you need someone to just get you 16, that's not yeah. a bad idea.
1: He's not a guy that's going to go and score you 30, but he's a guy that I feel confident starting and putting up 20 points for me. I like it. Uh, my quarterback, it, it was very difficult to look at the waivers
0: and find a guy that I was really confident in. Um, so, this is a shot in the dark. You have Tannehill, 77% rostered. He's probably not there. Uh, but you need to get him because he's the 13th-ranked quarterback. He's averaging 16 points uh, last week. He had 14, so not too good. But... You think he
1: might get dropped in some leagues, and maybe if he does, is he worth picking up then?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, 77% rostered. I think you got to definitely pick him up if you need a streamer because then he's someone that you can probably leave in for the rest of the year if you needed to. Um and this week, they're playing a middle-of-the-pack Saints pass defense. So, I like that matchup. Um, but I understand that was 77% rostered. So, I'll give you someone else who's about half-rostered, um, 50% rostered, right? Uh, and that's Carson Wentz, who I think, Dylan, you brought him up last week, right?
1: I did. I did. Yeah, I like so. him a lot for the second half of the year. Oh, yeah.
0: And he's right now the 10th-ranked quarterback. So, you got to pick him up. He's averaging 18 points. Last week, he had 24 All right, so uh, definitely look for Carson Wentz. Uh, Michael, do you have any quarterbacks that people should look out for?
2: Yeah, I think we talked about him earlier in the Saints-Falcons game. I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Matt Ryan lately. He's playing pretty good football. And uh, the Falcons are, I think they've won four out of the last five games. They're looking pretty good. It's kind of weird. But uh, he has a couple of nice matchups coming up too. He has Dallas next week, and you know they're going to have to score a lot of points against that team. Patriots in Jacksonville. So and then Tom Brady, they're gonna see the Buccaneers. So he's gonna to have to put up a lot of points in some of these games. And uh he's only rostered in forty three percent of leagues right now, so I think you could probably find him on some waivers and plug him. And, him.
0: and he has that one receiver. What's his name? Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus. <laughs> and he has Zacchaeus who is balling out, so
2: Yeah. And I mean you got Patterson and he's he's they're uh figuring out how to use pits as well. So I like him going forward.
0: I like that. That's a good pick. And I just threw... I'm going to throw this name out there. Wrote him down. 33% rostered if you're desperate. Baker Mayfield. Um, Dylan is not a big fan of him in regular football. I don't know how you feel about him in fantasy. But um, he's averaging 14 points. If you're desperate, if you really need a guy, uh, maybe someone else has like two quarterbacks on their roster. So the waivers are pretty bad. Um, He's averaging, like I said, what was it, 14? Yeah, so last week he got 16
1: just, just throwing that name out there. Yeah, it's just the only thing with him in fantasy is that team wants to run the football and they run it well. Yeah. So it's just I don't know how much passing work they're gonna get. He did look good though this last game throwing the ball. He did have that nice deep ball to uh I mean, we can segue into this next thing. Uh one of my wide receiver waiver pickups of the week, Donovan Peoples Jones. He had a sixty yard touchdown this week and uh they are without odell they have jarvis now and then people's jones is that number two receiver um i think he's going to see a lot more targets in this offense he's five percent rostered i'm looking at and he's now stepping i think into a wide receiver two position which i mean it's not a great passing offense but a wide receiver two that's available in over 95 percent of leagues i'm going to take that any day of the week so he's someone i like a lot going forward as a play definitely in games where they're playing good offenses where they're gonna have to throw a little bit he is a play i like to the rest of this season um what were his targets last week because i feel like i was looking at him he only had three targets yeah, that's scary but me. it but it's also a game where they won 41 to 16 where yeah, yeah that's they fair. didn't throw it a lot but he that's also fair. stretches the field vertically so he does have that big play potential yeah the targets aren't what you love to see but a player that's available in 95 percent of leagues there's going to be a little bit of a downside to him, and it's the not high target volume. This is your Jordan Howard. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Mike, what do you think about
0: uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones?
2: Um, I think it's a little bit more of a desperate play. I think he could have a huge week at any time. And also, like Dylan said, they were uh, up by a lot, and they didn't have to pass the ball at all. So I think he he's a little risky, but he could get the job done. Fair enough. Depending on the matchup,
0: do you have a wide receiver, Michael?
2: Um, because I, I have a, couple a lot. Guys I like here. <laughs> what was
0: that? I have a lot.
2: Yeah, I have a lot as well. Um,
0: okay, we'll go. We'll go back and forth. You can do one, then I'll do one, and we'll keep. Okay.
2: That. Um, I'll say one really quick. Elijah Moore. He's looked really good.
0: He was the first one on my list too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great, um, yeah. The great only thing pick. about
2: him is is Corey Davis is coming back. So I don't know how well he's going to do with him back in the game.
1: Right. And also, too, he did do really well with the third-string quarterback in. So I don't know how the other quarterback's relationship with him will be. Yep. That's a good point. And he's only 15% rostered.
0: Um, Yeah. And they're going to need to pass a lot. Even if Davis is back, they're going to need to pass a lot. He had eight targets last week. And he had 27 points, which is a beautiful sight. And I know Michael played him in Dynasty. Right, Mike?
1: Nope, no, he was on the bench. Oh, you did not he was
2: on my bench. Uh, I have too many receivers. I can't start him. But uh,
1: real yeah. quick, uh, would you have him as probably your top priority on your waivers? Mm. <sighs> Uh, it's tough. It depends. Yeah, uh, especially this week. I
0: mean, we'll throw off some other names and see we kind of where we rank them. But okay, this fine. week he's playing against the Bills, which is the number one pass defense. So, yeah, I, uh, it's maybe kinda, not a player yeah, you,
1: you, you want to pick stash. up if you need a wide receiver to start this week, but right. maybe someone that, to stash to stash. Right. Gotcha.
0: Fair enough. Um, someone that I talked about. I think I talked about him last week a little bit. Rashad Bateman rostered in twenty five percent of leagues. He had eight targets last week. And 10 points. I don't think he scored a touchdown. No, he did not. So if he scores a touchdown, then he's looking really good, right? That's like an extra seven points. Okay. Rashad Bateman. Look at him. Um, I dropped Claypool instead of Bateman in one league and it's paying off so far. I mean, can't blame me for that at all. Yeah. And, uh, this week he's going against the worst pass defense in the league. I'm excited to see what Bateman can do. So look out for that. Who is that by the way? Um, is it, is it the Raiders? Is that why you're saying that? No, I don't believe it's us. Um I I wrote it down past I should've see, again, we're this is our first time doing a podcast like this, second episode, so I should actually write down who they're playing. And I usually the do. Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. Rashad Bateman. Uh, might be a start of the week. We'll see though.
2: Well, yeah, that's crazy that they're such well, a bad two with those corners.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, your turn.
2: Uh, I'll just make it quick. Um, I would probably go Russell Gage. He had eight targets. He's going to have to get involved. They have to have somebody. I mean, last week, like I said, he had zero targets. So I was a little iffy, but he has to get the ball. There's nobody else. It's him and Zacchaeus and Tajay Sharp. And Russell Gage has been there the longest. I think he's going to be okay going forward. There's not a lot of great wide receiver pickups this week, but I think he'll get the job done.
0: He's the next person on my list, too, so great minds think alike. Only 16% rostered, eight targets last week, which you love to see. Yeah, Um, 13 points, and uh, obviously this is while Ridley's out, so we're going to see what happens. I also
1: wonder if that number of low percentage rostered is after the goose egg last week when people thought he was going to step into a bigger role with Ridley out.
0: That's a good point, too. Um, not only that, he's going against an okay Cowboys pass defense. This time I wrote down what team they're playing. So, Yeah, um, but I think the next receiver you might talk about just torched that defense. Oh, he did. I love that. And that was Tim Patrick, who's only rostered in 24% of leagues. Um, talked about him a little bit last week. He's a wide receiver 28 right now, averaging about 12 points, which is very solid. So and he, just
1: outside a wide receiver two territory. Yeah,
0: he's right there. Okay, um, He had 18 points last week against the Cowboys. He's very consistent. Um, can we get that stat, those stats checked for Tim Patrick? Because I think he might have like a few games or maybe he gets like six points. But otherwise, he is just... Yeah, he has a couple of bad games. But he's just so consistent. And you're okay with that at the wide receiver position. And then he's going up against the middle of the pack Eagles defense this week. So take a look at pin, Tim Patrick if you need...
1: A uh, wide receiver on your team. Um, Tim Patrick, we got a 13, a 12, a 14, a 7, 15, 13, 3, 9, 18. So majority of the weeks he's putting up at least 12 points. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a very safe play at receiver. We like him. Michael, did you have any more receivers?
2: No, that's about it. I just wanted to mention, too, we forgot to say that Cortland Sutton was a big disappointment this week.
1: Oh, very, very good. Football.
2: Yes. I think he was on my list, too. Yeah, but uh, like I said, going forward, I think Cortland's going to be a lot more involved. And I think they didn't give him the ball because they could just run it all day. So Tim is a little bit scarier because he's going to be consistent for sure, but they have so many weapons there. I think it's going to be one guy will have a good game one week and the other one will do great. So it's going to be a little inconsistent, but he'll he'll get the job done for sure
0: fair enough and that's coming from a Broncos insider folks so oh yeah. i
2: i love the man as a player they just have too many people to spread the ball to so.
0: yeah uh, but he, the ball does come his way
2: so it does
0: it it does and he's only 24% rostered if you need a receiver you could even just take yep. him put him on the bench um just like we did with Brandon Ayuk last week yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have one more receiver who's you're probably not going to find him 54% rostered wide receiver 24 right now christian kirk okay he's averaging 13 points had six targets um in 91 yards last week
1: yeah if i uh, if i would have started him this week against you i would have won See? i was debating him and, and last we, second we i told him about out.
0: it and uh but here's the thing grain of salt it did help that aj green and deandre hopkins were not playing but still worthy to put, take a spot on your bench or at
1: least on your team yeah because we don't know the extent of a hopkins injury and I think it's a muscle or soft tissue injury, and those are ones that tend to linger and, you know, might bother him the whole year. So I could see him, you know, week here, week there, not playing. Right. And
0: then just real quickly, this one's for Michael Um, Malik Turner, Uh, seven targets, (laughs) five receptions, 33 yards, two touchdowns uh, for 20.3 points. Don't look at him. We just wanted to tell you that he did very well. And Michael compared this man to Brandon Ayuk, which I think is very disrespectful.
2: (laughs) When did I say that? I didn't say that.
1: Yes, you did. But that's for another time. Um, All right. we're quickly, we want to get into maybe some tight ends we want
0: to talk about. How are we going to do tight ends when we haven't talked running backs? Very good point. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I just, I didn't find any running backs. I know who you want to talk about in tight end. We're all going to say the same name. But still, no. I'm sorry. I just I didn't see any running backs that I just loved. Yeah, it's this rough. Week. So it's rough out there. If there's anyone there. you want to talk about, we can go ahead and talk about him right now. Michael, do you have any? If
0: not, I can go ahead and take the reins.
2: Um, I like Devonte Freeman. Yes, uh, go ahead. Kind of
0: elaborate. Looks,
2: he kind of looks like the guy there. Uh, he looks the best out of all of them running wise. Um, they're all getting carries, so that's not the best thing to see. But he scored another touchdown again. He has a weak matchup this week, or a really good matchup, sorry, against the Dolphins, so they're going to be up again. He's going to be running the ball again. Uh, I kind of like what I'm seeing from him. Le'Veon yeah. doesn't really look that great. He kind of looks like the guy.
1: Bell looked good, though. He looked yeah, the, good. Yeah. The thing I would say about Freeman is I looked at him, and I was like, this week looks like a good play, but the rest of the season he has some tough matchups. He, I think he has, still has two games against the Steelers to come up, and that run defense is pretty strong. So I'm just, I don't love a lot of his second half matchups this week. I think he's a great waiver pickup and start, but going forward, I don't love a lot of his matchups
0: and he's only yeah, 30% rostered. Okay. But do you guys know what the update is for uh, Latavius? Cause when he comes back, that's going to make everything really muddy.
1: I feel like, yeah, it definitely will. True. That's also another thing that I was a little hesitant on.
0: Yeah. But I agree with Dylan uh, for this week. rostered, has a good matchup against a not-so-good Dolphins rush defense. I would look into Freeman if you're desperate at that running back spot. Or if you're pretty lucky and you have this guy, he's 58% rostered. He's only averaging 8 points last week. He had 12 points. It's Devin Singletary. But check this out. He has a really good matchup against the Jets. Okay, we talked about the Jets a little bit earlier. They give up points to the backup running backs, right? Like Bolden and Hines. Um, And they're the 24th ranked rush defense right now. So Devin Singletary, it's disgusting, but it's not a bad idea.
2: And like we said earlier, Zach Moss might not play in this game. So that would help out a lot And
1: if he doesn't play, he is, I think, a must start in this game. That makes it even
0: better, even though it's disgusting. It's Devin yeah. Singletary. Hey,
1: I learned this week that even if it's disgusting, it's still maybe worth the start <laughs> in watching Jordan Howard.
0: And Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's all I got for running backs. It was really rough this week. Sorry guys. At this point in the season, I mean, it's hard to find running backs worth picking up. Um
2: So would we suggest I if we can't if you can't find any running backs and you have a spot where you can add somebody, it might be a decent idea to add a couple of uh handcuffs here and there.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, if you Definitely have a spot it never hurts enough. to get some big name handcuffs.
0: And look yep. for look for uh, Booker if for some reason someone drops him tomorrow or, you know, any time this week, look out for him.
1: Yeah. Um and then uh some tight ends. Uh one I'm really liking who before the season I wasn't high on, but the last three weeks has played pretty well. Evan Ingram. Mm -hmm. three straight weeks now in double figures um i think it's a touchdown in back-to-back weeks he's 23 percent rostered um he's he's only the 22 tight end on the year which is pretty bad but the last three weeks he's starting to perform pretty well and that wide receiver room is just getting smaller and smaller Mm -hmm. by the day so they only have so many healthy pass catchers left and targets are going to have to start coming his way more and more and He's showing, he's making plays. I mean, he had a very nice 30-yard touchdown catch in that Mm -hmm. Raider game. So I'm liking what I'm seeing from him going forward. And as long as those receivers are staying banged up, I think he is a tight end worth plugging and playing in your lineup for right now.
0: Yeah, I like that. I mean, that's a really good point with the um, wide receiver room. And they just all get banged up, and that's just how it goes. So I, I really like that. I think Evan Ingram's a really good idea. Michael, do you have any tight ends?
2: Um, Like I said earlier, I kind of like Dan Arnold still. He's just consistent. The past two weeks, he's had 10 and 7 targets, and he's had 14 and 10 points. He's getting the job, and he, that was against tough uh, defenses, too, against the tight end. Him and Trevor seem to have a pretty good connection, Yep. and uh, their O-line is horrible, so they have no time to go down the field, and he's just there for checkdowns. So uh, he doesn't have a great matchup. He's going against the Colts. They're they're solid, but I think he'll be all right this week. And looking going forward, I don't think he'll be that bad as well.
0: Yeah, he's definitely someone that I think you can leave in at this point. At this point in the season, Uh, for me, I got someone who's might be on there. Forty-seven percent rostered. He's a fifteenth ranked tight end, averaging nine points. He had seven targets and nine points last week. Uh, Tyler Conklin. All right, Conk Conk. Um, But I will say this maybe you can keep him just because he's a good tight end and or adam i should say uh because he's a good tight end this week but he's playing against a good charters pass defense so um i'm not sure exactly how they do against tight ends but their pass defense is one of the better ranks so that might slow him down this week but nonetheless i I like tyler conklin if you're looking for a good tight end as well you said
1: he had seven targets last week Yes, seven targets. Um, I just, I think I'd like to see more than nine points on seven targets. Yeah, so, that's fair. But, I mean, it is nice to see seven targets.
0: You, you'll, you'll take the targets, especially for a tight end.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of targets for a tight end. Yeah.
0: With a tight end with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, very, very true. I was just going to
2: mention Adam Thielen. He only had two catches last week, so it was kind of an off game for him. So some of those targets might go towards uh, Thielen next week as well.
0: That's a very good point, too. Yep. Um, And then the last tight end is just, you you already know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he showed tight end one this week.
0: It's the Muth. You have to go get him. I mean, before that game, he was a tight end 23. Definitely That definitely brought him up, the game that just happened. He was averaging 7.7. That's going to go up too um, because I did make this before the game. And he's going up against an okay Lions pass defense. I'm not sure how they do against tight ends, but the, the Muth, you have to get him. He's one of the best pickups, I think, this week, especially if you need a tight end. And we told you that earlier, so make sure you go out and get him.
2: Yeah, he's he's a solid guy.
1: Yeah, solid pickup
2: this week.
0: Solid, fun guy to have on your team. And it's just fun to say the Muth is Luth.
1: Yeah, it is. It's very, very fun. Like
0: just You should just get him just because you can say that if he scores. Or even if he gets a first down, you can just say that. Like Willem. Willem went crazy in our (laughs) chat today going about the... Or talking about the Muth.
1: Oh, um, sorry. There was a one running back I was kind of looking at. Ooh. A um, little late, but um, he's available in only 43% of leagues. And we were kind of talking about handcuffs. Um, it's A.J. Dillon. I think he, he should be picked up in every single league. He is getting touches right now where he's honestly a flex option at this point. And if anything were to happen to Aaron Jones, I think he immediately becomes an RB1. So I think he is a must-add in any league, and he's it's 43% of leagues, but I think there's definitely a chance where um, he's available in your league and you should be picking him up.
0: Yeah, I like that. If you see A.J. Dillon, and, you have a, and you, if you have room on your roster, I think that's a good idea. Um, it is tough nowadays with buys and injuries, but I think that's a really good idea. I didn't even think about that i like
1: that a lot yeah i thought of it when we started talking about like handcuff options smart smart
0: all righty well that was a pretty good episode for episode number two
1: definitely felt a little little more organized and uh we had our had our facts and stuff ready to go yeah
0: so hopefully this brought you guys some value again we appreciate everyone who listened uh, it means the world to us, especially since we're just getting started. And I mean, we've already helped at least one person because Dorian got a message saying that we helped someone who played Brandon I.U.K., who, you know what, I got made fun of it, but it's okay because it <laughs> helps someone out. And, yeah, so,
1: uh, yeah, if any of you like anything we say or, uh, You know, we give you an opinion on someone to play and they do well. Feel free to message us on any social media and thank us for it. We'd love to hear from you guys about it.
0: Yeah, we're on uh, pretty much anything at First String Fantasy. No, wait, First String FF. That's what it is. I just made it. Again, we're just getting started.
1: All right. Yeah, so uh, definitely don't be afraid to give us a follow on any of those accounts. Instagram, Twitter,
0: TikTok. We're going to post on TikTok soon at First String FF for Fantasy Football.
2: Are we on Facebook yet? <laughs> okay, Grandpa. All right, <laughs> all right, there's a
0: running joke that just Michael is terrible with technology. Um, yep. So he's our grandpa. And of course, he's asking if it's going to be on Facebook. And it's not you even know called Facebook <laughs> anymore, is it? Just
1: for him, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get on there. Yeah. I think him.
2: it'll be a big hit on Facebook.
1: <laughs> Isn't it called Meta? Or is it
0: going to be called Meta or something? Oh, yep. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Gramps. It's all right. <laughs> Well, um, this was fun. This, was, this awesome. was good.
2: Yeah, good episode, guys. Yeah. yeah. So
0: look out in your waivers for those players. Hopefully they help you. If they don't, we're sorry. Also, I just want to say, Dorian, if you listen to this whole thing, we miss you, buddy. Yeah. Hope you hope you're yeah. back
1: next episode.
0: Yeah. All right, everyone. We appreciate you guys again. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Have a good week.